0: listening to the Right Talk Wednesday podcast made from the video stream, which happens every Wednesday at 6pm Central on both YouTube and Twitch. If you'd like to watch the actual live stream, you may do so by visiting MuseCharmer.com and going to the Right Talk Wednesday show page. You can also find archives of the show on YouTube under the live tab. Enjoy. Welcome to Right Talk Wednesday. I'm your host, Kit Author, and Write Talk Wednesday is on the Muse Charmer Media Network. I can see that we're going live here on Twitch. We are live on Twitch and on YouTube. Catch us at twitch.tv slash eponaauthor and on YouTube at youtube.com slash ads Author solutions. I am pleased to bring you the first of our November streams involving our, our NaNoWriMo authors. And so what I wanna do this month is talk to authors who have completed NaNoWriMo and how they've handled the book that they wrote and help give you guys out there just some um, encouragement. And just wanted to do a reminder, I've got an office cat and just trying to keep her from knocking over the camera as tends to happen at least one show. So, uh just want to go ahead and get started here. I have got author D V Stone. You can read all of the information about D V Stone on our website, but let me just tell you a little bit about her. D V Stone is a multi-award winning, multi-genre, traditionally and independently published author who writes books that people want to read. Their stories are about the importance of friends and family, regardless of genre, and they're about overcoming obstacles, often with humor. I'm going to go ahead and toss it over to DV while I navigate the cat here real quick. So feel free to tell our watchers um, and our future listeners just a little bit about you.
1: Hi, kid. Oh, I'd like to see your cat. I love cats. I have one myself. My cat is 23 years old. Oh, oh, she looks like Abraham, my, my older cat that I used to have. But we have a 23-year-old camp cat who, at 20 years old, started camping with us down in Florida. When we go down for the winter months, we go down April through, um, through uh, or January through April. And uh, she took to it like a duck to water. She just loves to go camping. She's blind in one eye now. She's deaf, but she's 23. I think that's 106 in cat life. So... But uh, yes, I'm a um, multi-genre author, uh, I write fantasy, um, I write romantic suspense, I also write mid-grade, and um, I just dipped my toes into paranormal historical romance, uh, action adventure, and uh, so I'm a, a little bit everywhere, but it all started with, on my right side up, with <laughs> this is my, um, This is my certificate. That is great.
0: So, you know, just to kind of begin with that, since it all started with NaNoWriMo, what made you want to do the event?
1: Well, I had been, um, I started writing later, later in life, I was laid off from a job that I really, really liked, I kind of went into a little bit of a depression thing. Um, And then at one point, it was like, okay, get over yourself, pull up your, put on your girl Girl pants, and what do you want to do with the rest of your life? And I knew that uh, yeah, I always loved to read, and writing never took off for me before. But now I had I had opportunity and time to be able to do that. Empty nester, um, my husband and I worked separate shifts, so he worked night shifts. I was home during the day, and um, so I started fooling around with it and started and started writing, and it, it really kind of started taking off this time. Um, I joined um, a couple of writing groups and um, they started talking about November started coming around. And they started talking about this thing called NanoRimo, And so I'm like, what is it? I love a challenge. I'm very competitive. So um, so they're like, OK, so here's what it is. It's 50,000 words, 30 days. Go. That's kind of a scary thought. Um, it takes a lot of, it takes a lot. And I haven't done it since 2015 when I did this one. Um, it does take a lot of determination. It takes a lot of focus. Um, and for me being a competitive person, it, I haven't done it since because I don't think I would be able to, at this stage of my life, be able to get the 50,000 words in 30 days. Um, and that would be setting my myself up for failure um in my head it would be failure it's not failure it's silly to even think that but that's the way my brain works so mine
0: too that's I'm not doing it this year I haven't done it for a while um but especially this year I work full-time I'm going to college full-time and I was just like no I'm not putting that pressure on myself this Mm -hmm. year so yeah it's um I think it's a good you know, thing to make that decision for yourself. And I think that's really important to be able to have that self-awareness and self-care to be able to say, Hey, you know, don't be a bit too much. Now, do you just kind of on your own, try to keep your writing count up during the month of November, or do you do anything to, to kind of push
1: yourself that way without the official challenge? I've been in kind of a writing slump this summer. Some things have changed in my life that uh, that created a big disturbance in the force. Um, so I've just recently returned to every day sitting down at my desk and writing. And I hope that, and I'm I'm determined that that's going to continue. It, it's a it's a focus and it's a discipline to do that. So whether it's this month having it or just for the year having it because i am actually worked, I'm working on three separate books right now, which is kind of, um, because I have so many different series and I have different expectations from different readers wanting books and certain series done. And, um, and then I decided to just Go off and start another one that I I just wanted to do for me. So mm-hmm. I have all these projects started, and um, and really want to you know buckle down and do it. So it's a good it's a good month to to keep that in mind that other other people around not only United States but around the world are doing NaNoWriMo. So
0: that sounds very familiar. Having multiple series, multiple genres, and then, Oh, look, this sounds fun. Let's write this too. And yeah, I, I completely understand how that feels and how that goes. <laughs> I don't have a daily writing habit. I've allowed myself permission to to say, you know, okay, I'm going to focus on something else today, or, you know, the day just got out of hand. But I, I totally agree that a daily writing habit, or at least sitting down and thinking about writing and Checking in with yourself to see if that's something you can do is is vital. I think it's it's a good way to build up that habit and to stretch that writing muscle.
1: And I think it's not even just um, writing the book, because uh, we spoke uh, shortly before um, before we went live. Um, I also do two blogs, which. Involves a lot of writing with that. Um, as a as a published author, I have things like social media I have to keep up with, um, just a lot of different uh, marketing things like that. That so I had a lot of balls in the air at one time. Um, so writing isn't just the everyday discipline. It's also editing. It's it's you know it's doing all those little details that as a as an author that you need to get done in the course of a day, or a week, or a month, or a year
0: exactly yeah great great point so i just want to qu- quickly remind our listeners and viewers um, if you are watching this live on either youtube or twitch that um, feel free if you got questions for myself or dv go ahead and drop them in the chat um, i'm happy to ask them live otherwise you know we're, we're glad you're here and you can always catch those replays so i've in the in the live stream I've got a nice little banner on the side here, over next to, next to our faces, and I have a, a copy of your book, which is Rock House Grill, I believe, is how that title is. So yes, yep, perfect, <laughs> matches my picture.
1: <laughs> so that's that my, that's that's my that's not my first book. But that's um, the first book that was picked up by a publishing house, the Wild Rose Press. Um, and that was a, my nano book that I started in 2015 and didn't get published until 2020. So it was, it's a, it was a long process. But in that process, the second book in the series is all, was also um, published by Wild Rose. So Rock House Grill and then Jazz House. So it started a whole, a whole thing for me. Great. Right. Well, let's
0: talk about that a little bit. So um, I've got the um, information here on the book. And again, that's also going to be on the show notes. And your your tagline, one man's choices, one woman's impact. It looks like the book won in and lights first place for sweet romance. It was a recommended read in 2020 by author shout out and it made third place in the maas awards last year 2022 and it really looks interesting i'm just going to read the blurb for our listeners aiden house successful but driven chef and tv personality refuses to slow down his life implodes one night damage him both physically and emotionally he's rescued by a woman he thinks of as his angel shay mcdowell has rebuilt her life after her divorce She juggles volunteer EMT duties and her job while dreaming of becoming a chef. She finds her way to Rock House Grill and back into the life of the man she helped save. Can love be the ingredient needed to survive the many obstacles they face? I mean, that just, that sounds awesome. I've seen this book around as you've done other interviews and that I've always thought it sounds so interesting. So how did this story come together for you?
1: So what happened was when, when I decided to do the nano, uh, challenge. Okay, what am I going to do? What am I going to write? My first book was uh was a fantasy, um sword and sorcery kind of thing. And that has its own other things going on, but I have 30 days and I have to do 50,000 words. What am I going to do? So I had to write what I know. And I used to be an EMT and um and so that went without saying I used to have a restaurant and so that got involved in there and I love classic rock so that got in there so um they came together with it's uh a series based on the house family Aiden house his sister Olivia house um and so that became rock house grill and jazz house and I incorporated a lot of real life composites of people I know it, things that happened, situations that I I had been in, with little twists and turns, because it's a romantic suspense. So um, while the criminal element wasn't there, I did know criminals because I spent nine years in prison. I worked there, <laughs> so uh, so there were a lot of real life things came together in that book um, to enable me to, because I didn't plot it. I wrote it by the seat of my pants start linear and went to the end right through it um i have to say that's the only book that i've been able to do that with
0: that's interesting that i took the other journey i went from a serious plotter and now all i do is write by the seat of my pants <laughs> so i i've done it both ways and yeah so you've brought up a great point and that is if you know if you're doing NaNoWriMo, and you're not sure what to write. Write what you know, and if you can work things that you know or you're familiar with into the story, then I think that helps not only bring it to life but bring it along. What would do? You, do you kind of agree with that? I
1: I do, um, and I think it uh, in that thirty days we, we call we call the first draft the dirty draft because it is a mess, and basically it's just a, a consciousness pouring out onto the page and pouring out onto the page and as you go you're thinking of oh I remember that one call I was on oh you remember that situation that happened and oh I remember cooking that dinner you know so all those things I was able to get through now the book it was 50,000 words so I got to my 50,000 words the finished product is I think 70 between 72 and 75 so going back then there's a lot of changes that happened a lot of a lot of cleaning up and stuff but that whole thing is just to if you know it get it down the best way you can don't worry what it looks like on paper don't worry about your spelling don't worry about your grammar turn off all that stuff and just get your thoughts your ideas and your dreams because a lot of it is your dreams as an author that is going down onto those pages excellent
0: excellent advice did you in my in My prep um, live streams, I talked about either breaking your goals down into, you know, the 1,667 words a day and just keep chipping away at it that way or doing larger blocks. Did you find, since we talked about a daily writing habit, that maybe one of those methods worked better for you or?
1: Um, When I say I wrote by the seat of my pants, that's what I wrote by. There There was no plan. There was no rhyme or reason that went into it. Um when I get into into the jam of writing, um, and that it's been that way since, that there's some days where I'll spend a half hour just, okay, I have this idea, and I get a, maybe a paragraph or two out, and, and that's all I'm able to get that day. But then there's days where, from leaning on my desk, that these two fingers on each hand go numb, because I'm just typing, 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 um, because for whatever reason that day, um, that things are flowing and, and you're getting it. So I really didn't have any um, set plan going into it. It was only my second book, um, so I, I really didn't have any idea of differences and how writing and stuff goes. I just kind of just went with it, and, and the, you know it worked it worked out for me. I was very uh, I was very blessed to be able to get this book picked up by a uh, by a publishing house
0: great well let's talk about that because you said there was a time span you did nano in 2015 it was published in 2020 um did you work on the book on your own for a while before submitting or did you submit right away how did that process work for you
1: well the first book was independent i just um i just did it and i put it up independent release and that's where i thought that this was probably going to go um i started editing and rewriting and and stuff and and, and flushing out my story. Um, I started sending, but I did send out uh query letters. Query letters are, are like um what you send to agents, publishers, editors, um, with just the, this is who I am, this is what I wrote, you know, are uh, you know, I'd love it if we could talk about it. Um short, sweet, and to the point. And I I would send I would send those out and I wasn't getting I wasn't getting anything back. Um, So I kind of floundered through a little bit. I'm not, I never went to school educated. I left high school in my junior year to work on the farm. So I just, you know, I've just worked all my life and not, uh, but I've read a lot. And so I don't know the whole, all the grammar and all the punctuation and all, what is a past participle and this, that, the other thing. I had no idea. So um, funny story was, I had actually had a cover and everything made because I was then gonna do, I had uh, an editor look at it, warning to people, get the best editor that you can afford. Do not try to cut corners and try to save money on your editor. There's other places you can do that. You can learn formatting, you can learn marketing, you learn all that stuff yourself. You need an editor. So I had somebody look at the book and they're like oh yeah this is you know a couple of things and stuff well <laughs> i had said i was sending out query letters so it was in may of 2019 2019 yeah um and so i said i sent out like five query letters and i go back and i check those things and all of a sudden i realized that one of the query letters i sent, I put the wrong name in the salutation. Okay. Edit yourself. Don't hit the button until you know when it is going out. So I'm like, ah. so real quick, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you're the Wild Rose Press. I know you're the Wild Rose Press. I apologize. Blah, blah, blah. Thinking, okay, kiss that one off. You're not going anywhere with it. And a little while later, ding, my email box goes off and it is Rhonda Penders from Wild Rose Press. And she's like, go ahead and send me the, the information on it. So, I sent the information. I get the letter back that says, you know, you'll probably hear from us in four to six weeks, something like that. By the end of the weekend, um, they were asking for the full manuscript on on the story. That sounds great, doesn't it? Then it went to the editor. And the editor was like, this is terrible. <laughs> this It was just, there was so much wrong with it. She's like, you really need to fix this. So I went in and I thought that I fixed it and send it back to the editor. And she's like, no, you need to fix this. Back it came, I did it again. She's like, this is your last chance. You have to fix this. Otherwise we are not gonna offer the contract. So I panicked and I reached out to, uh, to a, uh, a woman that I knew online and I'm like, can you help me with this? They are going to not give me a contract because I have no idea what I'm doing. And she went through and she helped me a lot. I ended up getting the contract for it. Um, So that was in towards the end of, no, that was 2018, it was 2019 I signed the contract, 2020 it got published because it takes a long time for a publisher to publish a book. So a lot of ups and downs, a lot of turmoil, a lot of craziness, Um, but the lesson from it is, don't give up, just keep going. And that works for National Novel Writing Month in November, don't give up, just keep going. You get the book back, keep going, keep going, keep going. Every little step, every little thing is something that you learn and makes you better as a writer, it makes you better as a person.
0: Exactly, I couldn't have said it better. Um, I do want to do a little bit of a shameless plug, Epona Author Solutions. We, I'm an editor. Um, I, I've done, um, I have 20 plus years as a published author, 10 plus years as an editor. Um, also know what kind of editor you need too, because there is a big difference between a development editor and somebody who's just a copy editor. And there's usually several editing passes. So if you got questions, you can always reach out to me, um, you know, that's great questions to put in the chat or reach out to me online in social media, you know, ask in your writing groups, ask in your writing communities, ask on social media, mm-hmm. um, great information to have. So, um, sorry, last I was like, so. It's <laughs> you supposed to pick up the cat, to that, the cat and pet the cat. So, and I think that's important too, that the the publishing process takes time. I see a, a lot of people who write in November, edit in December, and expect it to be published in January, which if you're doing it yourself, maybe, but it depends on, you know, if your editor, how far out your editor's booked, your cover artist, all of that good stuff. And I know from running a publishing company, you know, like you said, it 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 is not uncommon to take a year... Six months to to find that lineup. I mean, you know, New York publishers, it's usually two or three years um, mm-hmm. these days, especially with COVID. So yeah. it sounds like you kept busy as well writing the next book in the series as well as just writing other books.
1: Correct. And, and working diligently on trying to get, every time you send it off to the editor, you kind of like, oh, it's off my plate for at least at least a couple of weeks, <laughs> you know? And then you can focus on other things until you get it back again, um, because it, it does, it goes through, it, you know, it goes, uh, Rock House went through four, four edits and then final galleys before it was finally um, able to go to print. Um, So that's a lot of back and forth. And, you know, the editor isn't working with just you, she's working with 25 other people trying to get their books edited. Um, So, you know, it's a a big turnaround process. You get it done, they get it, they get it done back and forth, back and forth. So um, it is something that uh, I have been able to go a little shorter doing, um, because like I do, I do do independent still, uh, but still those take a while, those take a while to do. I finished one last year. I, was, I worked with a, um, uh, a group of authors, there were seven of us and we decided, we got together kind of as just a mosh group to talk to each other about things like, you know, what's driving us crazy, how do we do this, marketing stuff, just kind of bounce things off each other. And then somebody had the brilliant idea that said, we should write a book together, all different genres. None of us wrote the same genre all different heat levels, everything from sweet to really, really, really spicy. Um, and, you know, just all over. Some people wrote big, big novels and some wrote, you know, shorter novels. So we, so the seven of us said, okay, that'd be a really good idea. Let's get together. We'll do this. We did do it. Um, I was able to write the book probably in, um, I think it probably took me from, to get the final storyline, probably six weeks. It was a novella, it wasn't long. Um, but that was, la- that was it was over a year then before even as an independent that that series of books came out. They just came out this past spring. Um, we're all, seven of us uh, were able to get the books out <clears throat> within the month of March. So it started in March, it was a year later that it got published and that was as an independent because it's independent, you're creating your own, your own covers, you're finding your own editors. Um, you know, you're doing everything by yourself. Um, luckily we had a group of seven of us that could work together, but it was, uh, it was, it was, it was a big job.
0: I can imagine I've done some of those, um, group projects. I, I really like them. I'd like to, I'd like to do more of them because I think it's just, it's fun and you kind of feed off of each other creativity, mm-hmm. creatively and you, um, and you kind of you know you can work other elements in and characters in and so were your stories all set in your own unique world so to speak or were they all kind yeah of they're, world, they're
1: or... all standalone it's called the mortar okay. and pestle series um, so what it was, I was I was smack dab in the middle. Um, so we had seven of us. I was book number four. So the first book was Selkie, which um, started this mystical mortar and pestle that traveled through time, um, finding people that it wanted to help find their heart's desire, their true love. So it had it did have some paranormal elements, more in some books, less in others. So we had Selkie that came first, and that was. Um, just real real early viking times and then we had um seeker which was uh the scottish highlands then we had quartermaster which was the um the golden age of piracy Then mine was post world war ii (laughs) so i went i went into historical um not way back historical but historical and mine was a paranormal ghost story uh i i call it i say if you like indiana jones and lara croft it's a if they had a baby, so it's an action adventure kind of thing going on, and then after that was um, revamped about an energy vampire, and then the two were basic. The two final ones were artist and oh, I lost the other one. Anyway, um, They were both more contemporary romance than they were uh, a paranormal. The only paranormal thing in them was the border pesto. So all standalones, but they all had a thread. It was that that was overriding arc. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. That's sound, that
0: sounds fun. That the the kind of the, the where you're given the elements and then you kind of get to play with it. I think that's I think that's really fun to do. Mm-hmm. So um we are coming up on about six thirty, just a second. <clears throat> Sorry, I couldn't hit mute fast enough.
1: it tea will help. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Sorry, it just hit me. Um, We're coming up on 630. And so um, it sounds like that your advice would be not to give up, to be persistent, and to write what you know.
1: Yep, exactly. Um, persistence, um, get, get yourself, especially if this is the first time you're starting to write stuff, get yourself nice, uh, heavy, thick skin because it takes authors, it takes thick skin because you, you can't have people saying you send books out and be, oh, I love this. I love this, I love this. Well, what do you love about it? I don't know. Um, you you know you you need constructive criticism and people especially your friends and family well most of your friends and family they want to be nice to you um so you have to find people that will tell you the truth uh, as much as it may hurt and my my thing is if one person says something okay you can kind of work with that if more than one person says the same thing you need to address that because that's that is a problem especially if they don't know each other and they're not talking amongst each other so but but any criticism whether it's good or bad you need to listen to it and you need to hear it and you need to say okay how can I make my book better and you really need to be persistent if you I mean you can write and uh, you can write anything you want for as long as you want and not even want to get published you can do it just for joy because it's a joyful thing to get a story written but if you want to go the publishing road it's a long haul and it's a lot of work a lot of work
0: definitely definitely and I think the other thing I'd like to add to that is wait till is an over to get that criticism don't, yes. don't don't you know don't show it to anybody when you're in the middle of writing it Mm-mm. get it written and then get feedback and then that way you won't get discouraged
1: too that's an excellent point because, um, I mean, if somebody said something to me bad in the middle of it, I'd be like, do I want to finish this? Is it worth it? Well, my self-critical doubts and stuff would come to the forefront and, uh, and you don't want to do that. No. I locked my computer. Nobody could get into my computer. It was password protected. Not my husband, not my kid. Nobody can get into my computer at the time I was writing it. And now it's like a free for all. You want to read this? Please read this. Somebody read this. <laughs>
0: un I understand I really do. <laughs> so um I have put your links in the show notes um I will add them to the show notes on YouTube as well. Um the show will be archived on YouTube hopefully forever and ever. Um it will stay on Twitch for 2 weeks. Um and then and then it falls off but they only keep things for about 2 weeks. So um where can readers find out more about you and or listeners I guess and viewers, where can they find out more about you and your books?
1: Easy peasy. Just go to D like in Donna. That's my first name. V like in Victor Stone. Nothing in between. D V Stone Author. That's who I am.com. D Vstoneauthor.com. That'll take you anywhere you want to go. Um, I have, uh, I have blogs on there. I introduced, uh, I introduce authors to people and do in-depth interviews with them. I also do new releases um, on, on my blog. So if you're looking for something to read, you can pop over there on a Monday, cut off the press systems, it'll be something will be coming out. Um, I'm all over social media, but all those links are on my, on my website wonderful wonderful well
0: it has been a joy i'm so glad that you agreed to be interviewed and that you kick off our, our november encouragement month for nano <laughs> um i hope that you know at some point we were talking before the show you know i want to once i get my writing kind of rebranded and going again i'd love to you know go over to your blog and i would love i've got a couple more show ideas so i'm reaching
1: out again in the future <laughs> i, I hope to hear from you and if anybody for on my website you can even get through to my um to my email address and stuff so if somebody's got questions they can they can shoot me off some questions and i'm happy to i um i've been a- I'm not a teacher like a school teacher, but I've taught and I've uh, mentored and I've helped people and I enjoy doing that. So if you have questions or anything and I'm not a Dutch uncle, I'll be I'll tell you like it is. Uh, you know, if you don't wanna know the answer to the question, don't ask the question, but I do it in a kind way, constructive way. So if anybody needs help with anything or they have a question, I'm happy to answer it.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, the writing community, is so full of people who are willing to answer questions and to help one another out so yeah definitely you know whether you're reaching out to dv or myself please you know don't be shy don't be shy we don't bite we love talking
1: about books and writing it's our like our favorite thing to do
0: (laughs) exactly well thank you so much i'm just gonna do a quick check here i'm not seeing any comments today oh okay let's see let's see yeah um Yep. I'm not seeing any questions or anything. So thank you so much for everybody who's watching and listening.
1: And thank you for being here. And I really appreciate it. And thank you for hosting me. I really enjoyed it as well. And say hi to your cat. I will. Thank you. Have a good evening. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: You've been listening to the Right Talk Wednesday podcast taken from the live streams hosted on Twitch and YouTube every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central. The music you're hearing is Light It Up from Purple Planet Music. Learn more at purple-planet.com. To subscribe to our show, to subscribe to this podcast, at any of your favorite outlets, please visit musecharmer.com. You can subscribe to a feed of all shows or just the Right Talk Wednesday show. Either way, we appreciate your support. Don't forget to like and follow us on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you are so moved, we would love it if you would go to our Ko-fi and drop us a little donation. The links are in the footer at Newscharmer.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.